0: Welcome to Senpai's Craft Beer Cast. It's a new year, so new bigger things hopefully for the podcast in 2020. Let's uh, see how it goes. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the episode, but in this episode I'm going to be talking about barley wines. Uh, Barley wines are not wines. Of course they're not wines because this is a fucking beer podcast. Not a wine podcast. I actually can't really drink wines because they give me a headache uh, and I don't like the way they taste. The name barley wine comes from the beer's strength, complexity, and because they're made with, you guessed it, barley. Uh, They may not seem like much nowadays in regard to strength, especially if you're used to drinking bigger beers like double IPAs, triple IPAs, and imperial stouts. Uh, Most of these tend to tout alcohol by volume percentages that match or exceed most barley wines. But... Before those styles became popular or even really existed, you have to understand that most beers were somewhere between 4 and 6%. So at that time, barley wines were more flavorful and incredibly strong. So let's kind of talk about when barley wines came to be. Uh, The first barley wine, or the first beer that was marketed as a barley wine was by the English Bass Brewery in 1870 as Bass No. 1 Ale. The first barley wine to be brewed in the United States by a U.S. brewery was Old Foghorn by Anchor Brewing in 1976. So England has been brewing up the strong brew that is known as barley wines for, well, well before the States. So what's the big fucking difference between the two? It's actually pretty simple. Um, English barley wines are brewed in England, and American barley wines are brewed in the United States. There you go. That's it. Episode's done. I'm just kidding. I mean, there. That, that is one of the differences, of course, because, you know. But English barley wines are actually going to be a bit more balanced when it comes to the malt and the hops. Uh, they aren't very bitter, so they tend to be a little bit sweeter as well as have more fruity esters from the use of English yeasts. American barley wines are much hoppier because that's what America does. We take a style and we go, fuck this shit, just add more hops. We'll find a way to put more fucking hops in this beer. But they do also have a good malt quality to them. So there are some barley wines that I absolutely adore, like the one that I'm actually going to be talking about uh, in this episode uh, because they are a bit hoppier, but that over-hoppy character is used to give a fruity, almost tropical balance to balance the malt sweetness and the high ABV. Uh, so that's ki- kind of like what where barley wines come from and the main difference between American and English barley wines, because you're going to be hearing that a lot uh, if you're ever in a situation where you're talking about different beer styles. If you get on the subject of barley wines and strong ales and stuff, you're going to be talking about the differences between American and English more than likely. So I also I kind of want to talk about the ingredients that go into barley wines as well so you can kind of get an idea of how they're made. And if you are into brewing and you want to make a barley wine, I hope it might give you a little bit of a of an idea of where to start. So when it comes to the grain bill or the malts used in both English and American barley wines, they tend to be fairly similar. Both are going to use a metric fuck ton of pale malt then a portion maybe around 10 10%, percent uh 10-ish percent maybe um would be kind of like your crystal malts that's your very basic barley wine grain bill it's basically pale malt and crystal malt crystal malt gives it that caramel kind of color and flavoring to it makes it a little bit sweeter and the pale malts are just bucking there because they're bucking there uh, you can either just use pale malt Uh, You can use a mixture, like I said above or before, of pale and crystal malts. Or you can also add things like chocolate malt to add a little bit of complexity and to make your barley wine kind of stand out. Uh, Just don't go too crazy or your beer just kind of won't have that barley wine feel to it. Just that big, nice, heavy punch. Um, And I think it's important, especially with styles that you don't see very much of, to... Try to remain as true to the style as possible. I'm all for experimenting with different ingredients in beers, but if I see a fucking hazy nitro double dry hop barley wine, I'm going to start karate chopping people in the fucking throat. Yeah, let's get on to the hops then. English barley wines use more traditional English hops, uh, such as East Kent Goldings, Fuggles, and Target hops. Uh, and American barley wines use hops like Cascade and Chinook for flavor and then high alpha acid hops like magnum for bittering uh, Pretty much it. It's regional um, Basically the English use what they can get their hands on and the Americans use what we can get our hands on It's It's kind of like that kind of thing and It's the same thing with yeast It's going to be pretty region or country specific uh, So English barley wines will use English yeasts like uh, Y yeast London ale 3 1318 um, Y yeast British ale uh, 1090, or White Labs WLP002 English Ale. Uh, American barley wines use le- yeasts like White well, East American Ale 1056, which is actually pretty common, commonly used in uh, a lot of different uh, American style ales, or like White Labs WLP001 California Ale. Uh, those, of course, aren't the only yeast that brewers use for the style, but you kind of get where I'm going with it. They're very commonly used. Um, if you're planning to brew a barley wine, it is also important to note that you must make a yeast starter, uh, which is basically you take your yeast and you put it in a flask with uh, some makeshift wort, which is basically beer before it becomes alcoholic. We'll just put it that way. Before you pitch the yeast into it, what you boil it together would be your wort. Um, Now yeast starter is usually made with water and dry malt extract and once you have that you pitch uh, your yeast that you have so if you're using like a Y yeast activator pack you go ahead just put that yeast in your makeshift wort and either have it constantly stirred by a stir plate or give it a good little swirly swirl every now and then Uh, and that makes that Making a starter will multiply the amount of yeast you're going to be pitching into the beer you're brewing, which is incredibly important when making big, high-alcohol-by-volume beers. Also, use a blow-off tube, not an airlock, because high ABV fermentations tend to go the fuck off. So yeah, that's barley wine. Um, It isn't every single piece of info there is to know about the style, but hopefully this can get you by if the style comes up in conversation when you're talking to your beer geek friends. So, I do have one of my absolute favorite beers to review here. And that is Law Brewing's Devil's Milk. It is a barley wine. There's a fucking gnat. Did you get it? Oh, no, I didn't get it. Anyway. Oh, it's on the goddamn computer screen. Hold up. There's a dead fucking gnat in here. Anyway. So, that's Duclaw Brewing Company's Devil's Milk. It is a barley wine style ale. And it is absolutely one of my favorite beers if not my favorite beer of all fucking time so let's talk about the can um it's pretty sweet if you go on my instagram or my facebook you'll probably see this can or even on the website i'm actually we're going to talk about the website a little bit here in a minute but uh this is duclaw brewing co baltimore maryland devil's milk barley wine style ale 12 fluid ounces 10 percent alcohol by volume Uh, duclaw.com soul sipper hell yeah crafted in maryland Craft be cherished. Rules be damned. Does have the little... uh, Brewers Association certified independent craft label. Always recycle government warnings. UPCs. Uh, Let me get this thing off here. It says heaven sent. Hell bound. Son of a bitch. They put a UPC code over over the... Little thing they got here. (laughs) Bastards. Anyway. So... Heaven sent, hell bound. No prayer or divine intervention can save your soul once our unholy barley wine style ale seduces your palate with sensual fruit esters, a mighty malt backbone, and demonic hot presence. One sip and you'll believe the milkman cometh. The milkman. I thought that was a weird thing to put on a bit. Anyway, let's see. Hashtag, bottom of the can says hashtag milkman cometh. 102819. At 8, 11, 21. I guess that's 8 o'clock and then 11 and then 20. But, yeah. So, yeah, let's see how she goes. By the way, this beer, I got it over a total wine. Um, it's about 16 bucks for a six-pack of 12-ounce cans. It's worth every fucking penny. Let's crack her open. And give her a pour. Pearl. Pour. Pearl? Pour. All right. Right off the bat, it's a very pretty beer. Uh, put this light on real quick. Ah, burns my fucking eyes, goddammit. It's got a nice golden color to it with hints of like amber and red. Um, it's, it's very pretty. It's not no haze to it at all. Looks like a barley wine. Um, a little bit of an orange thing to it as well when held up to the light that I have here. Flip that off because that fucking hurt. Uh, very 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 light beige head about one finger when poured into a snifter glass like i have it here so let's get an aroma right off the bat you get just hella fruity hops Uh, it's got a little bit of maybe some white grape in it like a tropical thing going on a bit of citrus maybe some orange and then following that hops is a bit of that um the nice maltiness to it. It's got a little bit of a caramel thing going on. There uh, we go. Maybe a little bit of a toastiness. And you can kind of smell a hint of the alcohol there. Well, let's get a mouthfeel and a flavor. It's right where it needs to be for the style. It's not super heavy, but it is on the heavier side. Flavor wise, oh, and carbonation wise, actually, it's a almost little teeny bubbles, I want to say. It's not like big carbonation, which when you get the higher ABV beers, the, the carbonation kind of dies down a little bit. But flavor-wise, it's got that sweetness from the malt. It balances actually really, really well with the bitterness from the hops. Now, hop-wise, you get a lot of fruitiness from it. and that's one of the reasons that i prefer american barley wines um i like that big hop present presence and it may be because i'm an american and that's what i'm fucking used to i like the big ipas and everything i like the triple dry hop shit. it's just it's good to me it gives this beer in this style just a really good fruit presence it's got a little bit of that tropical fruit some citrus there and there is a little bit of that white grape which i really enjoy Got a little bit of a malt to it. Uh, it's not a whole. It's not, it's not incredibly malty, but you do get a nice toastiness, a good caramel flavor. It, it's it's really. It, it's actually pretty well balanced. Uh, it's not super bitter. There is a bitterness to it, but it's not like doesn't make the back of your throat clench up. Kind of bitter, and surprisingly, you don't get a whole lot of that alcohol warmth from it. It is there but it's not like crazy. Like I said, it's one of my favorite beers. I think it's just super well-rounded. It just it's, it's an incredible example of uh, the barley wine style. So yeah, that's Duclaw Devil's Milk. If you have a chance to pick it up, I would say do it. I think it's available pretty much from Maryland down to Florida, maybe a little bit over to the left of Maryland, I don't know. I'm glad I was able to find it again this year. So that's very exciting to me. Uh, but anyway, thank you for listening. Um, if you would like more content, maybe some more approved content, maybe even some videos sometime, uh, go check out my Patreon. And You know, whatever you can donate would definitely help out. Uh, this year I do want to incorporate videos as soon as possible. Uh, I am... Working on some pretty, uh, some different things for the website as well, trying to get that nice and a little bit more user friendly, a little bit more content on it. Uh, and any donations that you guys can give would be greatly appreciated and would help grow this, yeah, podcast and eventually the channel and everything exponentially. Uh, you can also leave me a five star review on Apple Podcasts because it makes me feel all good and tingly inside. And uh, don't forget, of course, I have a Facebook. You can just search for Senpai's Craft Beer Cast. Uh, and I should pop right up. And, of course, my Instagram at senpai's underscore craft beer cast. So the next beer episode will be about porters and stouts. So, And I found a porter, actually, that I'll be reviewing for that. That I was very excited to find. I didn't think I'd ever actually find it. So should be cool. And yeah. So I'll see you next time. And cheers.